0: Welcome to the Love the Skin You're In podcast with Nisi and Bill, where we hope you too can find body acceptance and self-empowerment through nudism. In this episode, we visit with Alan and Kaylin, a young couple from Texas. They are followers of our podcast and reached out and asked to share their story with our listeners. They're relatively new to social nudity. Their journey to social nudism started, like most of us, at home. Kaylin, even though she was comfortable being nude at home, was once again the reluctant spouse and took quite a bit of time to gather the courage to give social nudity a try but after several years of Alan's persistence she agreed to give it a go and they traveled to Florida on a family vacation and stayed at Cypress Cove in Kissimmee Florida. Within a very short time at Cypress Cove Kaylin wanted to move to the resort. They are raising their two young daughters in a body positive nudist home and their family represents the future of family-friendly nude recreation. We hope you enjoy listening to their story because we've really enjoyed our conversation with them.
1: Welcome back to the Love the Skin You're In podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Niecy. And we have with us tonight, Alan and Kaylin. Alan and Kaylin reached out to us because they were listeners of the podcast and they felt like they wanted to share their story. So they're our first guests who've reached out to us and wanted to be part of the show based upon what they've heard. Now, in full disclosure, we tried to record this interview Prior to our holiday hiatus, but the gremlins that are the internet in a hot spot at Oak Lake Trails doomed us to not be able to get the content that we needed to make it listenable, I guess you'd say. Uh, it was great content, but it was choppy, and we decided we're going to try this again. So coming back from holiday hiatus, Alan and Kaitlin have graciously agreed to sit down with us again and share their story. Um... They are relatively new to social nudism. However, they were longtime at home nudists and made the leap into the social world here not too long ago. I guess about a year and a half. I guess we're going right on two years now, I guess you, is what you were saying. So, welcome back to the Love the Skin You're In podcast. Welcome. Thank Hi. you. Okay, so we're going to get right into this. Um, of course, we have a whole bunch of questions. And if you know you have an anecdote or anything you want to share with us, please jump right out. We love these conversations to be as natural as possible. We, it's like we're sitting around our kitchen table because literally, we are sitting at our kitchen tables. Yeah. But we're doing this by Skype. Same here.
0: So let's get started with um, where are you guys originally from and where did you grow up?
2: We are... From the Dallas-Fort Worth area, from a little town outside of it, like 35 miles south. Um, And we actually grew up in the same town, but didn't know each other because I'm a couple years older than Alan. I
3: know who she was.
2: I didn't associate with (laughs)
0: underclassmen.
3: Oh, I see. (laughs) She never gave me a second look.
1: (laughs) Now she's stuck with you, so you know karma.
0: Yeah. The way you said that, though, it almost sounded like you've maybe stalked her until she finally did Uh-oh. notice you. <laughs> you know,
2: that is what it does sound like.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's usually the way it works.
0: <laughs> so when you were growing up, how was social nudity, or how was nudity in general treated in your homes?
2: Um, my parents are very, very um, private and prudish, and I can't recall seeing my mom nude except maybe when I was five or less. And my dad would have had a heart attack if I ever saw him
0: <laughs> naked. So. Oh.
3: right, Alan. Yeah, it was virtually non-existent at, uh, growing up. Um, never saw my parents. Um, and then I just probably maybe 11 or 12 just started sleeping naked. Cause it just, felt more comfortable because my underwear would just grab a hold and it just I would just wake up in the middle of the night and realize that they weren't on so I I guess I just took them off in the middle of the night and just got comfy quit fighting it. (laughs) yeah
0: so for the both of you um we'll, we'll start with Kaylin um how was your body image as you were growing up how did you feel about your body
2: it was awful. Oh. <laughs> I was super self-conscious. I was a heavy little kid and everybody in my family is overweight and diabetic and all the things. And oh, I was a heavy little kid. And then I started playing sports when I got into middle school and I went from like a 14, 16 in juniors to a double zero. Oh,
0: my and goodness. I still wow. didn't
2: feel, still didn't feel good about myself because then my dad would go from making comments about how I need to stop eating so much to you need to eat a sandwich. You're too thin. Oh.
1: You can't yeah. win. <laughs> How about you, Alan? Yeah, I was kind
3: of the same. I uh, I was a heavy kid my whole life, and um, I guess it just kind of gave me tough skin because it seemed like every year my dad would always say, you know, for my birthday, he's like, what do, what do you want this year? Do you want a bra? Oh, jeez. So, yeah, so that, that didn't help self-esteem, but I kind of just tucked it away and just— the, uh just kind of dealt with it, and then I guess maybe fifteen sixteen lost all the weight, got more active and but I still carry those body issues for years,
1: Sure, you know it's interesting. we talked to a lot of folks and we talked to folks from all walks of life, all body types and all body styles, and what we found to be true, no matter what someone looks like or what their body image is growing up or how how they look skinny heavy. You know tiny big everybody seems to have issues with their body and they could have what would be a cosmo body and think that they're fat or they're too skinny or you know whatever it is it, it's almost a universal rite of passage i guess you'd say that you know people have body image and issues and it's part of i guess puberty and you know which leads me to as you come into your young adulthood did your body being comfortable in your body did that start to change
2: um, Alan's was probably better than mine. I still, I I was probably still self-conscious. I mean, even when we got married, super self-conscious. I, I just, I had never liked the way I looked, but he never, ever, ever made me feel gross. And that's sometimes how Aww. you can describe it as a woman is, ew, I just feel gross. I look gross, but Alan never made me feel that way. So he helped me a lot.
0: Good guy.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I just, I just put caring about people's opinions. They don't pay my bills, so I don't let them bother me. And I guess that probably hit maybe around twenty or twenty-one. I quit caring about people's opinions and just wanted to live my life. and And that was even before I knew what a nudist was. And so I just, I just, it just always felt natural to me. Sure. I never, never knew about resorts. I just thought I like to be naked, and I probably just should keep this to myself because. I think I'm the only person in the world
1: who does. So you brought that into your relationship, obviously. So you mentioned that, you know, you're two years older than he is. How did the stalker finally get you to know him? <laughs> um, she, she almost drank my dip
3: spit. I did
2: almost Ooh. drink his dip spit. It was gross. <laughs> um, his best friend and worked or uh, was dating my best friend, and um they had been friends a really long time and she and I had been friends for quite a while. And she said, I know this guy, you've got to meet him. You got to meet him. You just love him. And we were supposed to meet on new year's Eve and I had had wisdom teeth surgery and I was swollen like a chipmunk. And she was like, Ooh, you might, you might oh. want to wait.
3: wait." And and I, <laughs> I bought steaks and everything and was ready to meet her and no show. Yeah. No
2: show. I, oh. I didn't come, but she told me not to. And then um, we were having what I thought was a girls' night out at this really trashy little bar here in our town. And she said, oh, by the way, I invited Alan. I was like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the rest, they say, is history.
2: The
1: rest is history. Yep. So as your relationship – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Oh, no. I was just going to tell the whole dip spit story. Um, I was drinking in a Lone Star bottle and spitting in another Lone Star bottle and kaylin had had a couple drinks and she came up and she said how can you drink that i said well it's cheap and it's good and i had turned my head and whenever i turned back she had grabbed my dip spit bottle and went to take a drink and i told her no and i put her hand out and at that time she raised her hand and my dip spit went all over her face
1: (gasps) and you married him anyway You married him anyway.
2: I didn't didn't figure he'd ever call me back. (laughs) First
3: first time meeting.
2: Well, he probably didn't think you were going to call him
0: either.
1: So, obviously, that was the start of something special, because now you're married. So, as you guys built your relationship, how did the whole I'm a nudist thing come up? Really? Well,
2: we moved in together, found a rent house, and it was on like... 48 acres by itself little little barn doe house and um there was i mean we don't have no neighbors where we live and um he just was naked every day just, after work and i'm like
3: just didn't get dressed yes that's just the way on the weekend wouldn't get dressed and cook breakfast wouldn't get dressed and just stayed naked all day long it's like what was the point why why make uh, a pile of laundry
2: and that's basically <laughs> what he told me i'm like you know, I guess you're right. So it's just me and him. So I was like,
0: okay, whatever. I'll go along with it. You uh-huh. know, that's a, actually a pretty good sell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> won't have to do
0: as much laundry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so let's see where we got. Okay. So how did you come across our podcast?
3: So I run heavy equipment and I'm in a cab all day long and I have my AirPods in and before we got into social nudism I would listen to podcasts that was my getaway because it was basically 10 years of no before we ever got into before we ever got to go to a resort mm-hmm. so that was my that was my resort listening to podcasts okay. and um, so I would always continuously look for new podcasts that had to do with nudism naturism you know the philosophy of it just different interviews and i came across y'alls and i really enjoyed y'all's because y'all interview real people i enjoy all the you know whatever i can get as far as new podcasts but um some have to do with just different subjects uh just uh, Different views on the philosophy where y'all interview real people's first experience, their how it changed their lives. And that's how I feel it really connected with us. And it's just really down to earth people telling their story. And I really enjoyed that.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that because that's like exactly what we're going for.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you and know? I, I love y'all's because I've listened to every one of y'all's at least three times. Oh, some more than others awesome
1: so yeah. when, how did he get you to kaylin so he's like i listen to all these like i want to be on the podcast what do you want to do so were you like no way or
2: um so i i until he you know made contact with you i mean i had listened to several too um anytime we go on like a long car ride we i had...
3: trapped her in the car <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> five hour drive to lubbock i said like, hey you want to listen to this podcast
2: got some friends who live several hours away that we'd go visit or when we'd go on vacation Alan's not a big flyer, so we drive a lot. So um we would listen to the different podcasts and I mean a lot of them have really great information. And then like you said, y'all's has, you know, everyday people and hearing their experiences. So it's just it was kinda nice feeling like, Okay, well, I'll think about it. Maybe I can kinda get into that a little bit.
1: Well, I'm glad I'm glad he was persistent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For ten years.
3: Ten yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. It was it was funny cuz we would be going on the trip somewhere and i just kind of popped off I was like you care if i, you know, play this podcast and she's like eh, i don't care still no i'm not going i don't care what they say and i would i would play the nature's living show podcast and you know i would pick the subjects where i think she would like health um just how vitamin D, how good it is for your body and, and all that good jazz, women in naturism, stuff like that. And he, he would talk about points, you know, on how good it is for you and everything. And I would just be driving and all of a sudden I think she's not even paying attention I, and all I hear is, huh, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 You, you guess it does.
1: So. so you mentioned 10 years of no, no. What made yes. you try finally decide to give social nudity a try? That one's for um, Kaylin, because he, he was like, right, all he was there. Just, he was already like, I'm going a minute. You know, yes. Drop of a hat, I'm ready to go. But you got to convince the boss. What made you well, finally he, take the leap? He had
2: tried to go to a smaller one before and just didn't mention it to me, and then later mentioned it to me after the fact, and it made me so mad.
1: Like, were you at the I gate? Like, do what were you like at the gate when you figured it out or <laughs> what do you mean he made no, you mad no, no, you no, the, uh... this is
2: before this is before we went he had went to a smaller resort um, a couple hours away from where we live and didn't tell me until after
3: the fact
1: oh he went, out. I went without you yeah i oh.
3: went i went to go check it out see what see what it was all about my curiosity just got ahead of me it was kind of one of those beg for forgiveness and ask permission cuz i already knew permission was no <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, oh, I if you guys up. could yeah. see the look on her face right now, of course we're doing this by Skype, so you, I can't just w she's got a big smile, but a big I'm gonna kill you one of these days yeah. smile. You know, it's one of those it, it's really it's really neat. But anyway. That,
2: that is how I felt. I was really, really, really mad at him and I felt like he lied to me and I it was even a, a bigger no then. I was just flat out irritated.
3: Yeah, so people don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> no matter no matter how curious you are and how innocent it is just to want to go for a visit yeah. don't put it above your marriage. Absolutely. So remember sure
2: if it was him subscribing to the bulletin maybe?
3: Well, so um it was whenever you had
2: or when I joined Anna?
3: Well, when you had your uh lap band surgery. On my sleeve. Or your sleeve, yes. And Started losing weight, and I'd asked her if she cared if I became a member of ANR. Was, it was still no, but I said, you know, I still want to support the cause. You know, it's something I really believe in, and so she said, oh, that's fine. I don't care. You, you can become a member. So I became a member, started getting the bulletin, and started reading it, and uh, our 10-year anniversary was coming up. And so we had talked about going to Universal Studios, Harry Potter World, all that. Because we're big nerds. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, I, so, I think that's a universal.
1: Uh, I think a certain generation, of course, growing up, my I was a Star Wars generation. I'm kind of a little yeah. older, okay. older than y'all. And then I became a yeah. Harry Potter fanatic. I've read the first five books out loud to my children sitting around in the living room shut the TV off. So we're we're a Harry Potter family as well. So I, I, well, I get, yeah, the, I get awesome. the attraction.
3: <laughs> oh, Yeah. So, um, oh, wait, real quick, before, to-
1: hold on, real quick. I, I'm, I just wanted to mention a lot of times people will come to our podcast and not have listened from the beginning. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, he mentioned ANR. ANR is the American Association for Nude Recreation, it's an advocacy group and uh and a, a, a industry group i guess you'd say that sp- supports wholesome non-sexual nude recreation so in the bulletin he speaks of is actually the the monthly magazine that the inner publishes with stories and and articles and things about about the nudism way of life so back just wanted to throw that out there for those who may have yeah, joined yeah, at a yeah, later course, time of sure
3: sure and so um we'd already planned to go to universal studios and at that same time my membership card came in And Kaylin said, it's too bad there's not a resort close to Universal Studios. And I said, well, hold on a second. (laughs) Hold the phone. (laughs) So I showed her that Cypress Cove was only about 40, 45 minutes away. And I said, would you want to stay there and just drive to Universal? And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. I have never booked a hotel room in my life and i grabbed the credit card and i had already and i called and i booked for a week and i said if i need to put anything down here's the number i don't care put me in depth <laughs> <Just keep laughs> <we're going. laughs>
1: she said yes yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, so you so decide you're, you're gonna go, you're gonna go down to florida and so you, did you fly you i mentioned you mentioned ago he doesn't fly Oh, no,
3: no. We drove. Yeah, we drove. drove. It was going to cost us $1,600 for just us two to fly there. So I was like, no, I think I can. I'll just save a $1,600 and I'll drive.
1: There you
3: go. So, But then I think it was like three or four days before uh, we were leaving, uh, Kaylin asked if our our oldest daughter, who was five at the time, if she could go with us and so i called and they said yeah yeah she can come come on so i was like okay well at first because i thought this was just going to be mine and hers deal you know i didn't think she would ever go for the family aspect and so um I, i called they said that's fine so we loaded her up too and we take off we drive about most of the way the first day stay the night and then drive the rest of the way and we pull into the gate and I go to park.
2: And my heart's it, beating out of my chest. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Tell us how, what you were thinking when you finally got to the gate. And you're like, oh, my God, here I am. I've driven two days. It's not like I can say turn around. So how, yeah. what was that yeah. thought process?
2: Um, I was super nervous because um, it's so nice when you pull up. And it's, you know, very private and um, has the nice little – Uh, guard shack gate and everything and we drive through and we see all the RVs and then we see kind of all the cute little houses and stuff and it's decorated for Mardi Gras because we went in February so it was really cute decorated and you just see you know naked people walking down the streets walking their dogs playing pickleball and I'm my heart's about to beat into my chest and out of my throat I was so nervous and my our, our daughter's like hey
1: to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kids are natural news I was going to say
0: yeah, oh, we yeah. find that yes. kids take to it very easily even if they weren't exposed at a very very young age because it oh, yeah. it's your body, it's natural.
3: Yeah. Exactly. And this is and this is all of our all our daughters have known. So this is this is just normal to them. But um so we get there and I get out to go check in and everything and Kaylin and our daughter stay in the car, and I go to the desk and I tell them, you know, hey, we're here, and they say, well, where are you from? I said, well, we're from Texas, and she goes, well, how long? How long did it take you to get here? I said, ten years, <laughs> <laughs> It took us ten years to get here.
0: That's funny. I'll
2: never live that down, y'all.
1: Yeah, down. no, no.
0: That's, no. That's part so, of the best
1: story that. So I've he out of he, he checks in, comes out. So what what happens next?
2: It's like, okay, well, she wants to walk us around the property and kind of show us where everything is. And I'm like, okay. So we get out of the car, and our daughter strips down. We didn't even have to tell her. She sees everybody else is that way, so she's like, heck, yeah. So she's stripping <laughs> down, and we're like, leave your shoes on, baby. You So we yeah. walk around, <laughs> leave your shoes on. <laughs> so I, I did not do that yet. I had on just a little dress that I just had tossed on but um so i followed suit just kind of followed around with my dress on and then um, we went back to our room and of course our daughter saw the pool and she was like i want to go to the
0: pool of course so we had to
2: get all of our stuff and we wandered do we wander down to the pool no
3: we want we went to the beach first
2: oh went to the beach
3: yeah because it's kind of more secluded there's really no there may be a couple or two down there but it's really not that busy so we just kind of wandered down there and walked out on the dock looked around and then uh, we uh, played in the sand mm-hmm. and then you got comfortable and, and yeah. you, you took off your dress there because there was no one around it was just us it was just like at home and then Did the sky
1: fall in mm-hmm. when you took your dress off Caitlin? Yep. it didn't <laughs> Imagine it was, that. It was, fine.
2: it was fine and the weather was great and it was sunny and it was nice
0: it was bad. Did you have that moment like sometime during that week or when you left when you were like, why have I been so resistant? Yes.
2: After probably, I guess after the first day um, and seeing how normal it is and all the normal people there. Because, you know, like you think, you know, the Cosmo bodies, but it's not. It's a bunch of normal people.
1: Everybody see a warm up without their clothes on.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Everybody looks the same. It's not a big deal. And there were women there that had um, partial mastectomies and double mastectomies and people with scars on their bodies and cellulite. and
3: Piercings. piercings And and our daughter never noticed any of it. She's so used to us that every person she saw, she looked them in the face. Yeah. Right. And she she never pointed, never said,
0: hey, what's that?
2: yeah, Yeah.
3: Anything. Yeah, she she was just living her best life.
2: She was. She was strutting her stuff everywhere she went. So, and I didn't want her to think, oh, well, mommy's self-conscious. So, I I probably shouldn't shouldn't be like this. So, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have to just suck it up whether I want I want to or not and get over it because I don't want to make her feel like something's wrong with her because I won't take off my dress.
1: Right, right. That's a great example. Good good for you, mom.
0: Yeah. Well, I yeah. just want to point out too that like your daughter is Basically, the typical nudist because we do look each other in the face when we talk to each other. We don't judge each other's bodies. If anything, you know that someone still has problems or issues with body image. You try to lift them up. Mm -hmm. And tastefully, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. But... So she's like the typical nudist at five. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
2: she absolutely loved it. She would sun herself in her in her sun chair every day at the pool and just snacking on her goldfish and watching her iPad. iPad, (laughs) She
0: was living her best life.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. Definitely. She asks us all the time, "When are we going back to Florida?" And I'll tell you how common it is, and how much she or both of our daughters don't notice. I guess, body image or uh, anything like that, there's a show on HBO called Naked Attraction. And what it is, it's basically a dating show, and there's a person who picks whoever they want to go on a date with, six different pods, six different colors, and they start from the bottom, work their way up, and they basically kind of judge on who they want to get rid of um, to who they want to date just based on Naked Attraction. And since they're all different colors, and at one point, I had just paused it. Wasn't even thinking, just paused it. And there were, it showed six naked women, completely, fully naked, nothing blurred out, in different colors on the TV. And our oldest looks at our youngest, who's learning her, her colors, and goes, look, green, red, pink,
0: she yellow, saw the colors.
3: blue, and <laughs> didn't even notice didn't no. didn't fact, notice the fact the that there it was related to a naked p- naked
1: person it just it was colors it, it she didn't see yeah. the naked she saw the color exactly
3: she's like hey get out of the way you're blocking the color
0: <laughs> how old are your girls now we have a 6 year old and a 2 year
3: old oh boy 2 oh yeah you say that yeah come on four <laughs> We have six kids and the
0: baby you- just did his college visit. So I'm
1: yeah, going, Oh, right. a college oh visit two. Oh, she misses two. I know. I'm, I'm
2: I'm soaking up the two and he's ready for her to be four because yep. two's two's been rough.
3: Two's rough and three's <laughs> rough. Four is a great age.
0: Sixteen is rougher. <laughs>
1: yeah. So there you go. <laughs> no offense, but so is thirty. I'm not. Anyway, we'll move yeah. on. That was. Yeah. A, that was <laughs>
0: but one thing that you, having exposed them to to nudism, and as you said, that they don't even notice the nudity in nudism. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm just hopeful for for them that they won't have the same type of body image issues that so many people have, because we're so often. Shamed for being different, yeah. different, I, and what is different? Because exactly. obviously, not everybody is going to be the same. But I, I, I have hope for for when we have all the little kids running around our camp, and they're just so carefree and they're all different sizes all different shapes and all different colors and nobody notices any of that especially them
1: yeah the little you know? ones are there. Oh, yeah the the true innocence is there i mean it, yeah. it, you can't get much more innocent than a, and than a 5 or 6 year old who can experience something like that and not know the word naughty it's not exactly to them. it's natural. exactly
3: well and even if even if they grow out of it and they don't want to live like this anymore at least we'll have given them the opportunity you, and yeah I, and I, the you know the knowledge of how you know don't judge people and I was going to say um, they
0: still have a benefit from it even if they don't stay nudist, because exactly. uh, we we've been at our camp long enough now that we've actually seen kids grow over the last 8 years and some have chosen to come back often some don't come as often some don't come at all but They all, we still keep in contact with them through Facebook and they all still have really good body image about themselves. And also
1: for when, think about back when we were teenagers, you know, when, when you're, when your body's developing and you're, you're sexually maturing, you know, you you know, a lot of kids are exposed to nudity through pornography. So they get the wrong image of what nudity is. Someone who's grown up in a naturist environment, a nudist environment, the, 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 the mystery is gone you know exactly. and, and, and you know you're you're raised to 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 see the person not the body you know you're yeah. you're not objectified it, it, you know the human body does not become a sexual object and and and, yes. and 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 that that to me is a very important distinction that you know you you can be around a nude body and not it not be sexual and you can be exposed to nudity and it not be pornographic and there's you know the the the, the mystery is disappeared so therefore there's no desire to seek out something that would give you the wrong impression or the the wrong you know I know what a woman looks like nude I know what a man looks like nude I know that as you get older they look different but it's the same I mean it it just takes so much of that mystery away that mystery creates curiosity and curiosity creates sneaky and all that stuff is gone and I think that's exactly. that's a testament of what it, what it can do Yeah
3: and and we and we don't want our girls to grow up with chasing that impossible figure. No. For example, whenever Kaylin had her surgery, you know, before she was like, I don't care what my body looks like. As long as I'm, you know, as long as I lose the weight, she's lost 90 pounds. And then she'll look at herself in the mirror and she goes, Oh, I hate this. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, you, like you wouldn't look, have said that.
2: I look like a melted snowman
0: a little bit.
2: <laughs> We've both we both
1: had weight loss surgery, so we know exactly what you're talking I, about. I was yeah.
0: actually just yeah. going to ask you, like, okay, so over the last two years, how has your your feeling about the way you look? Uh, has it improved? Has it stayed about the I mean, same?
2: I, it has improved definitely I, I look way different than i did two years ago you definitely
3: <laughs> have a lot more confidence yeah
2: i well, look way different than i expect, did
3: especially years. especially after going to the resort now that when you walk just just walking across the house or walking around at the resort i can just see the confidence same way with our daughters they just walk they prance yeah and they <laughs> have just confidence about them they
2: do they prance everywhere they go because they have no shame no fear
0: and i pointed Nothing's this out high. before on our podcasts in previous episodes is that we, although maybe very comfortable with who we are right now, but still want something to be different, that doesn't mean yeah. that you dislike yourself and there's exactly. a difference, you know, there. I mean, I'm still always working on losing weight or,
1: but it's more for health reasons, putting not- it here and not oh, there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not yeah. about the aesthetics anymore. It's about health. You know, I want to see my grandbabies, you know what I mean? So that's the biggest reason I had surgery. You know, I got, I was a nudist before I had my surgery and I was very comfortable with, you know, what I looked like when I, was over 400 pounds i was comfortable in that body i'm more comfortable in the body i'm in now because it's easier to walk around in it than it was right (laughs) 100 something pounds ago you know i mean so it doesn't mean you don't want to continue to improve but it's not for the reasons that a lot of people would think it would be right you mentioned you you know your skin doesn't fit like it used to right we'll just call it that right but you know what i don't care you know my i'm just glad that you know i can walk from here to there and not be winded you know, exactly. and I'm going to continue to try to improve that from a health standpoint, not an aesthetic standpoint. It's not about the visual; it's about it's about the internal, how I feel, my how my body feels. Mm-hmm. And the older I get, and the the less weight's better because my hips are breaking down, my knees are breaking down. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just part of it. You know.
0: Well, I I had the epiphany that Alan fortunately had, you know, at a much younger age than me, is I might still care about what I look like, but I don't really care what other people. Yeah. you know yeah. how yeah. they look at me. Definitely. And it's because I'm I'm such a big part of an environment now.
1: That's body where They positive. don't judge you.
0: <laughs> you know, and it makes it a lot easier so when you do go to Walmart, Walmart I don't care. You're in your pajamas. I don't care. <laughs>
3: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not paying for my groceries. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's not your business. Exactly.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. So you mentioned about how your family and everybody was, you know, they didn't know they're private and all that. Do, do you, do, does your family know now?
2: So, oh, kind of accidental with his mom. I told my mom because they ended up moving like next door to us. So, we live on the same property now. It's like a little family compound. And, um, in Texas, I, kind of, I thought I saw
1: yes. a movie about something. Never mind. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not <especially>. that. Stuff. <laughs> no.
2: So, I kind of had to warn her, like, don't just come busting into our house like you need to give me some warning and, knock, knock first yeah my mom and i are very close um my mom was always heavy too and she was not a heavy kid she became heavy after she had me and my brother had some thyroid issues and she had a hard time losing the weight and she actually had weight loss surgery a year before i had mine so she's she and i've always been in the same boat has have felt the same way about ourselves so but i told her like so this is how alan was and this is how i was gonna be so I need you to give me some warning before you bust over to the house, and so she's right. like, "Okay, I, you know, I get it. It's it's a little much for me because she's very private." But I'm like, "Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not asking you to do it. Just let me know before you come over." So my mom has known for several years. However, Alan's mom did not know, and, and she's very nosy too. But she's also very nosy. So. Yeah,
3: I don't know how many times she, whenever we were heading to Florida, like, "Where are you staying? Where are you staying?" It's like Airbnb. Well, where is it? What's the address? Yeah. <laughs> the address? What is the matter? You're not coming? <laughs> so anyway, um, one night we were, we were in our hotel room at Cypress Cove. And I'm not on Snapchat or anything like that. But apparently you can follow your friends by their phone. I guess like kind of find my iPhone type deal. But you can see where your friends are. And my mother sent us a screenshot and said, hey, watch out. Y'all are close to a uh, nudist colony.
0: Watch out. They might get (laughs) you. And
3: and it showed Kaylin's phone right in our hotel room. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like well one that's pretty accurate was, <laughs> damn wait a minute yeah.
2: yeah exactly like,
3: I, said, I said man they really are watching us but then i just told her i said yeah service down here is pretty crappy so. <laughs>
2: ghost mode so
3: i said it bounces around i said we went over there for dinner yeah there are restaurants over in that area yeah
2: so when we were on our way home i told alan we are gonna have to tell her because my mom knew where we stayed she knew what we were doing and she's like, I can't tell your dad." I said, I, "You know, I'd rather you not. I don't want to hear it. So just don't, just don't tell him." Yeah. But I told Alan. I said, "We we have to tell your mom. I, I'm tired of lying to her. I don't I don't like it. It makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. We've got to tell your mom."
3: Yeah. And my mom's very understanding. And it was kind of funny how it happened was because um, so I'm very dyslexic, and I have had trouble reading my entire life. But this subject and this philosophy, I've read. I think as of last year and starting this year, I think I've read eight books and I've never read a book in my my entire life. So I read a book called uh, A Whole Nude World and uh, it has a lot of good points. And so my mom was leaving our house and I ran out to meet her and I handed her that book. And she's like, what is this? (laughs) And I said, I said, it's a book I want you to read. And she's like, uh, she looked at the back and she goes, uh, "Who's a nudist?" I'm like, "We are." And she goes, "You are not." Just <laughs> like that. No, you're not.
1: So, did and she like, read the book?
3: She got to page 11.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> it's,
3: yeah. It's she's uh,
2: and she's a big reader. So. Yeah,
3: she's a big reader, but it's kind of more an educational book than one of her. Novels that she would read. Did it spark a conversation? It's really not interesting unless you believe in the philosophy and want to learn more about
1: uh, nudism and naturism. Did it spark a conversation between you and your mom at that point then? I mean, did it have a desired effect that you broke the ice with the book? What happened then?
3: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I've talked to her there at the beginning. I would talk to her, you know, about this and that. You know, I told her about Cypress Cove. That's where we stayed and everything. And, she was kind of more in shock, really, than anything. And she was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. See, the
0: mom in me but, is thinking, like, when she said, oh, no, you're not, it's because you hadn't told her, and she had yes. no idea. And she was like, how can I not know that about you? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I hate that because I know that's how she is, and I, I just couldn't hardly stand it anymore. I was like, we, I can't lie to her anymore. And it,
3: and it wasn't that we were ashamed. It was just more or less, and then it's really with anything. We really don't want to listen to the hassle and we don't want the judgment. We don't want the, the constant jokes. That's why we haven't told her dad because he's the, yours. Yeah. Or mine. Mine's yeah. He's,
2: They're the same way.
3: Yeah. They, mm. They, mm.
2: they just old men set in their ways is what they are. Hey,
1: yeah. no, Hey, no, Hey, never, wait, wait, wait a minute. They've never a minute. been I wrong. Rese- <laughs> I resemble that. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> my my ways just happen to be different. And correct. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You just happen to have less laundry. With I have your a lot less laundry. <laughs> and, exactly. Exactly. <and> <laughs>
1: But, I'm not, no, I'm not, no. I'm not uh, always right, but I'm never wrong. Exactly. Exactly.
3: So is there anybody so, else in
0: like, do, do any of you have brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles or anybody else in your family that, that knows?
3: Yes, I, I have uh, I have two sisters. One lives in Maryland, so we, we really don't get to see her that much. So I really haven't even, there's really no need to tell her about it. Cause my your mom told her, much. I did tell I did yeah. tell my sister, uh, who lives here, uh, actually, I had her trapped on a car ride. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah.
3: and she's it's so funny because she, she was shocked at first, and then it just turned out she's like, "Well, we used to go skinny dipping all the time," and I was like, "That's basically all it is." And I said, "It's just a better way to live and everything." And and I've invited my mom and sister to try because they both have a lot of body issues especially my sister and i know this could help her
0: mm-hmm. so
3: much but i told her i said uh, you know you don't have to come but you know we're always going to invite you
0: mm-hmm. well it, as a long as there's too. that open invitation
2: i have a brother too and um him and his wife they know too that we do that and they knew where we stayed and um, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not into it and we're not here to force anything on them, but they know that we do. And they know that my kids run around like little naked natives all the time. So if you shut up to my house, more than likely the kids are not dressed.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> Be <laughs> prepared. So what about, oh, yeah. what
0: about non-nudist friends? Is there anyone c- close to you that you've talked to it about?
2: Yeah, we have like some, I mean, my, our, my very best friend and her husband, they know. Um, and I mean, They are very modest people, so it's not their cup of tea, and that's okay. We have some Mm -hmm. friends that are, and they're fine with it, and they would hang out. They would come over and hang out that way. Um, it's different now that we have kids and some of these people don't have kids and we're
3: not, we're not big partiers partiers anymore. anymore. Right. We tend, we tend to go to bed about nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) me, mom, people have to be in
0: bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When they're getting ready to go out, you're ready to go to bed. right?
2: (laughs) So we did have friends that would come over and hang out and they would hang out nude with us and we'd have, you know, little fires in the backyard and stuff. But, um, but yeah, our, our closer friends now it's just not their thing and that's okay with us. It's fine. And then yeah. we have some that we actually met, um, Alan met on what's that Facebook, the, uh,
3: the no tan lines page on okay. Facebook. Okay. I've seen so it. We yeah.
2: met, some, met some friends on there met them at a 5k actually got to meet them in person and we've stayed friends and
3: good people. Yeah.
2: They talk often and, um, the wife and I talk often and we try to meet up, at some of the resorts that are closer to us, and hang out with them
0: too. Well,
1: that's awesome! Yeah. Now, what about work? You both. Everybody works. This is one of the things that comes up a lot in, in the nudist circus, and we talk about it a lot on the podcast. Everybody has to earn a living. Um, I oh, yeah. I have a hard line between my personal and my professional life. I was in law enforcement for almost thirty years, and you 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 have to. And it's just become the way yeah. I've been. Um, I'm if my employer were to find out you know, okay, but I'm not going to volunteer that information. It's not a conversation I really want to have. Are you all in the same situation? And your does anybody you work with know that you're nudist?
2: I am a nurse, so I don't openly volunteer that information either. Cause it's nobody's business. Um, but I do the same thing. I'm very professional at work. I do have a couple of friends who know that we do that and they're, you know, she's totally fine with it. I mean, both the girls that know are like, okay, cool, whatever. But no, I don't I don't offer up that information. You
3: actually told one of your well, one of our friends, a coworker at uh, your Christmas party, we was just out of nowhere. Which a few drinks were had. I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah, I was
1: wondering <laughs> how how much of the loose lips think ships thing was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: A cu- couple of bowls of loudmouth soup and we were just standing there talking and she goes,
1: Did I tell you we were nudists? <laughs> Do what <I> now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well and she's like, Are you I, going? I, I have heard several people say that, that it does come out, you know, when they're in a, a more relaxed, social drinking oh, yeah. mood. But I've also heard that the people they're talking to are usually more accepting of it as well.
3: Okay. their yeah, inhibitions are so naturally Yeah.
2: So person the, that, that I told to, she's extremely accepting. Like,
3: Yeah. They're good people. Yeah. So we, we and we really only tell people that we trust,
0: yeah. mm-hmm.
3: you know, and, uh but yeah, like for me at work, no one knows. I'm there for a paycheck. I'm, yeah. Like one that, of my in, rules, I'm in, a, I'm, I'm in a piece of equipment ten hours a day, so I really don't socialize with a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. I mean,
1: you're in your own little world. Exactly. I can be envious of that at times. I, I can, I mm-hmm. could. Sometimes I'd love to, to put my earbuds in at work and just turn everybody else off. But no, I, I can't. I don't have the ability to do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So moving forward. Um, we talk about a lot of things like, you know, we used to call it a bucket list. Um, we now we, we, we had our listener reach out and say, it sounds like a death list. When you say bucket list, I want to do this before I die. So what we do, no. we now we're starting to call it a to do nude list. But um, so do you have a, a to do nude list or anything like you would like to do within the nudist realm? Like, you know, something you could think of that you'd think I'd love to try that. You hear about all kinds of great, like there's some fools out there who jump out of airplanes. I wouldn't, do that unless it was on so fire the two most popular no.
0: are the the big nude boat yeah which i want to
1: do but that's and skydiving so, I'm, yeah, I'm scared well, we of both are, <laughs> we're scared of heights
0: so yeah, we don't too. do that
3: either yeah, yeah. Uh, when, whenever I, last time i got on a plane i had to go to the doctor because it was two months before we left and my anxiety was going through the roof and again this was two months away i went to the doctor and he said what's the matter and i told him i'm getting on an airplane and he's like <laughs> So, and I said, I said, I need help. I, I need something that will calm me down. He's like, well, what do you want? I said, I want something that if the plane's going down, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: now you see why we don't fly very often and why we have to drive places. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Well, we definitely
2: I, want to do the big nude boat one of these days. Yeah. We don't have to save up maybe when we retire.
1: Yeah, yeah I yeah. was going to say, I was pricing actually – this one they're on now is a one day, left Sunday. They're on the seven. Yes. They're doing the one right now. It's a seven day cruise, which is half the price of the fourteen day cruise, but it's still three times the cost of the same itinerary if you have your clothes on. So I was like, wow. Yes. You know, I'd yeah. love to do it, but wow. You know.
3: Yeah, we we could we couldn't do the two week cruise. We could we couldn't leave the girls or the yeah. dogs or be gone from work for that long. So I, I, maybe I, that's where in, I'm at. Maybe in twenty six.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. it's going to roll back around again. We're looking at it. I mean, who knows, but, it, but that's on our list too.
0: So, um, another thing that we always ask everybody is if someone were struggling with body image, um, what would be your advice to them? Either one of you just, can answer or both of you
2: just to do it, just to go. It's, it's not as bad as you think it is going to be. And if you can just kinda dip your toe in the water, it gets easier the longer that you're there and you see how normal everybody is and how nice and inviting everybody is and it's not so scary.
3: And then you just think all the wasted years. Yeah. But That's a good
1: point. it I really like helps
3: that. if, if you, really helps if you know someone. Um that way you don't you don't go at it alone. Or, you know, if you're definitely try to get your spouse, but like if you have friends that you trust I would ask them, like, hey, this is something I'm interested in, but I don't want to go alone. Could you please go with me? So and when you went to the— it will, it, it will definitely change your life for the good.
1: You bring up a good point. When you went to your first resort, um, were you made to feel welcome or were you— because one of the things we talked about at our resort the past couple of years, and it's something that has we've— we put something in at Oak Lake Trails with regard to first-time visitors um, if you become a first-time visitor to Oak Lake Trails you'll come in, if the very first time you're there they'll give you a little blue bracelet and that is served to to introduce you without bringing people in your face, hey, how, I'm so-and-so I'm brand new, what it does is it gives the folks who are at the resort an indication, hey, this person's brand new make them feel welcome so we, we have a rule, if we see a blue bracelet and we're in the pool or at the we're at the clubhouse if we see a blue bracelet we stop what we're doing and we make a point to go over and welcome people because we've heard people so many people that have come into the resort for the first time they feel like they'll sit there in the corner and no one talks to them and they have like is there something wrong with me you know they then they start you know second guessing their body image again and, mm-hmm. and all all the stuff they're there to try to overcome all of a sudden, gets compounded because they feel like they're isolated. So, did you oh, yeah. were you made to feel welcome when you went to Cypress Cove that first time? Did, did someone reach out to you and say, "Hey, welcome to the welcome to the crew. Come over here. Let's do this or whatever." I mean, I, I've never been there, so I don't know how they do it. But I, I would hope they did. But I don't know. You could, did that? What was your experience with that?
2: Well, we were kind of the younger of the
1: people that well, were there sure. at the
2: time because it wasn't summer. It was off-season. It was February when we went. Um, so it was mostly the people who actually lived there, you know, snowbirds too, sure. that come down in the winter and stay. Um, but everybody was super nice. I don't feel like people, like, you know, tripped over themselves to get to us, but everybody was super nice, super friendly. Um, we did meet several, like, husband and wives that, would make conversation with us, but mostly it was our daughter. that yeah, got her Yeah.
1: Attention. yeah, oh, yeah. They, everybody loves the kids <laughs> and, yeah, in, a come, in, a, in a good way. They
3: would come to us to talk to her. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. In a good
2: everybody, way, not a creepy her. way. No, not a creepy way. It was very grandparent feeling like yes. we didn't feel anything uncomfortable ever. And obviously she didn't, she was just, hello. Hi, good morning. Everywhere she went. So she was the center of attention, so I feel like that's why we got the most attention. Was the five-year-old?
1: And and I brought that up, and I and I'm glad we talked about that because there are there are a lot of families out there with young kids, and you know, mm-hmm. everybody's so afraid of something happening to their children. And until you've experienced uh, a place, yeah. uh, an aunt or club, where we talk about all the time, you got a million aunts and uncles out there. You know, that if 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 someone looks cockeyed at a kid, it's it's noticed in a millisecond and it's handled. Your children cannot be in any safer place. No, I say that because you know. Kids are used to be. Church was a safe place. Well, we know better than that now. We you know <laughs> school was a safe place. We know better than that now. Walmart. So there, is, if there is a safe space out there, they're very, very few and far between. But I would venture to guess that in a nudist environment in an inner club, that's probably one of the safest places a child could ever be, just because of the nature of the fact that we look out for each other so much, and the children oh, I- are.
0: I was going to say we're not even children, and we have our camp aunts and uncles out there who look out for us us because
3: single women. Oh, they they are super protective. Yes, and that was kind of brought up a point of what I told my mom whenever she was asking me about it and everything, and I said, "Okay, do you think I would do something that put Kaylin or the girls in any kind of danger?" And she goes, "No, absolutely not."
1: Well, there you go.
3: Exactly. There you go. I said, this is one of the safest places you can be. I said, When was the last time you walked into Walmart and they did a background check?
1: Yeah. Exactly.
3: They don't.
2: And I had to make that same point to my mom because she was like, Oh my gosh, you're you know, you're taking her. Aren't you nervous about that? I was like, No, I'm I'm really not nervous about it. Um, I mean, they' everybody there is super protective and constantly watching yes. you and your children to make sure that they are safe and yep. that nobody's mm-hmm. looking at you weird or yeah. making them feel uncomfortable
3: staring, staring at us too long. yeah, you know, even though because we have our mind on the kids, we can't see everyone else
1: exactly right. And right. so
3: we have, you know, it's fantastic to know
0: that and of course that community
1: you've heard you've heard our podcast, and we use the word tribe. Right. We are yes. a tribe. And, and the tribe mentality is alive and well within the nudist community because we all have a commonality. You know, we're all in this together, literally, because we have this common thing involved. And a tribe is a, is a series of families that come together for one purpose. So I think, you know, you've got a, an extended family, your tribe, the tribe mentality truly does carry over. Everybody looks out for each other. And and that's one yes. of the things I, I really like to stress on the podcast is if you decide you want to try this you need to know that you're going to become part of a tribe. People are going to look out for you. You, you can let your guard down. You know, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I was law, in law enforcement for 30 years. This, the only place I let my guard down is inside the, the wall of that resort. It's the only place I don't carry a gun. And that, that says a lot for someone who spent 30 oh, years yeah. carrying a gun everywhere they went. You know, so I mean, that that so that, I can't stress that enough, and I'm glad we brought it back around t- into our conversation because you having small children – you I could talk to them blue in the face about kids are safe and then you get a, a young couple come on with kids. oh no, our kids are safer here than anywhere. That speaks volumes. I, I could talk about right. it all day, right you know I, It's it's, it's oh, a conjecture yeah. on my part because my kids are my youngest is 18. you know my oldest is 30. so I mean we're in a totally different you know mindset now, but you, I, a young couple like yourselves with young children reiterating what we're saying that that's powerful. And I'm, and I'm so glad that we're able to share that with you.
2: And we also go to Wildwood in Decatur, Texas. And, Mm -hmm. um, it, it's not, it's not huge. It's not super fancy. Um, it's been there a long time, but we went for a 5k to meet our friends there. And there were tons of people there and then they kind of, you know, all dwindled off and it became the main people that live there. And we made some really close friends with them. And over the summer, um alan and i and the girls would go up just to hang out at the pool for the day our oldest calls it the Nike pool
1: yeah and absolutely pool.
2: <laughs> that's
0: a much Nakey more pool. comfortable pool than the funny one you have about, to wear a suit in yeah <laughs>
1: funny about wildwood is um <laughs> i had an old co-worker became a real good friend of mine um she remarried and moved away and uh, of course you keep up on facebook and one day i was flipping through and i had uh a People you might know things show up, and it was for nature's B&B. And I looked at it, and it said mutual friends in common. I clicked on it, and I saw her name, and I went, what? So I sent her a message. Hey, he said, how do you know so-and-so? She goes, well, to tell you the truth, my husband and I are nudists. We live at this place called Wildwood in, in Decatur, Texas. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, really? That's funny because Denise and I are nudists, and we have a place <laughs> at, in Oak Lake Trails in Oklahoma. <laughs> you know, and, But we'd known, we'd known each other for, at that point, 15 years. It just and never, it was, knew. never knew, you know, of course we were friends when she was married to her previous husband and I was married to my previous wife. So, I mean, both the nudist part of the life kind of grew post, divorce and we have something in common they had to move off property because her husband had some health issues and they needed to do home health and stuff and they were living in a camper with a day room on it it's kind of hard to do home health in a you know in a a small cramped space so they actually live in decatur now and they're still members so anyway but it, it, it yeah and we also have another friend who lives right up the road at um at Blue bonnet they have a weekend place oh. at like Trails, but they live full time at Blue bonnet So the, they have places at two different resorts. So it, it, it's a small world, you know. It, it's funny oh, yeah. you run into people who know other people. I'm not going to put names out there, of course, because I don't want to violate anybody's confidence. So, but maybe offline we could talk. You may have met them. I don't know. It's it's funny. Yeah. Probably may have it, may have yeah. But um, yeah, in closing, I still think super
2: safe for... there and love
1: it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's for sale. Well, um, I, uh, well
3: you were talking about bucket lists and trust me i've been playing the lottery <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah yeah that's on your list <laughs> because that that's kind of my bucket Con- list is to Connie's- win lottery and buy a resort
1: connie who's the owner and operator of wildwood is ready to retire and she's yes. wanting, she's wanting to keep it the way it is and sell to it you know i know there's some talk about it, the members are maybe making it a co-op there's a lot of things in motion i just pray that it doesn't go the way of some of the other resorts that have faced similar situations, but I think Connie's pretty committed to keeping it the way it is, and I think she's gonna she'll probably go hold out for that that correct she'll be buyer. Maybe yeah, she's gonna be yeah, paying on her buyers. So. Yeah, she could, does,
0: she does Or maybe she'll job wait job for and, you to win the lottery.
1: Win the lottery, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just tell her, Connie, hold on. I just played the number. Yeah, hold on. Exactly, exactly. As, so as long Connie, as he buys me a
0: spot
2: at Cypress Cove too for the winter.
1: Yeah, yeah. the winter. Oh, there, yes, you yes, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
3: yeah. I forgot to tell that part of the story. Whenever we were at Cypress Cove and. It was by the second day we were there. We uh, we went for a walk through the neighborhood, uh, the residential area. Just the three of us, and it was nice. Uh, I guess it's probably around lunch or whatever. Anyway, we're walking, and Caitlin's looking around, and I'm watching our daughter, and she goes, "So how do we get to move here?"
1: Yeah, this this is, <laughs> but two days so before you're at the gate, going, "Get me out of here!" There's yeah. no way I'm going through this gate. <laughs> two days later you don't want to leave the gate <laughs> yeah yeah yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. It's like well that place is for sale. how much is that yeah so it's was, it was just it's just crazy how 10 years of no turn into second day i want to i want to live yes here.
1: it's amazing well thank so. you so much for coming back with us i'm so glad this went way better we didn't have any issues with sound oh, drop yeah, offs okay. or anything else right. like that it's been great thank you again for sitting twice we've heard we've heard from you twice now, we, you know, even though we did this interview once before we learned some new things, even in this one. So I, I've really enjoyed visiting with you. Yes, very
0: much. And so we Thanks look forward to maybe, you.
1: maybe this summer, if you ever get up our way, you come be our guest at Oakley trails. We'd love to meet your kids.
3: We're,
0: we're we planning to,
3: yeah, we're planning on it. I talked to, uh, is it Brenda?
1: Yep. Yeah, there's a, well, about three. Oh, oh, you're talking about, uh, Wildwood, you, Brenda and Gary Spangler. Yes.
3: Yes. yes. I talked to yep. uh, Brenda and she was, uh, telling me that, that they were uh, about to build like a two-year-old playground. You already yes, have like yeah, a kind we of have, a bigger we have, yeah, playground. Yeah, yep. And she told me about the uh, smaller playground yep. and then also uh, family cabins.
1: Yeah, we, we, we've got one now. We have one, We it's a glamper with a queen-size bed and a set of bunk beds and its own bathroom. And they're going to put a couple more of those in for folks who come up and don't want to tent camp and don't have a camper. Um, so yeah. we, we've got a wide variety of amenities at Oak Lake Trail. So hopefully we'll get to see you all in person at some point yeah. this season that'd yeah, be wonderful that, i'd it. love that's to show it. you around and get you on get you on the doodlebug and take you for a tour the doodlebug's in the yeah, of our that, golf cart yeah,
3: that would be awesome yeah. yeah,
1: our, our doodle bug is infamous at oak lake trails everybody knows the doodle bug and they know who it belongs to because it's the only purple oh. yeah. cart with the word doodle bug written on it and everybody yeah. knows who it is <laughs> that's us yeah we've so, actually
3: talked to our friends who went with us at the 5k and we were talking about going to star ranch and then going to oak lake and just, well, just,
1: we have going, a, just so going you to do have a
0: bucket list yeah. <laughs> well we have a
1: friend who runs yeah. the whole circuit every year and he actually and he recently opened his own uh uh, clothing optional campground on his property in Missouri, and he runs the series. So, Tony, yes. yeah, Tony, and uh, uh, not, not Tony. Tony, I'm sorry, James, excuse James, me, James. James. Yes, I got the yeah, James, yes. James, yeah, they, they kind of look alike. They're both skinny and short, <laughs> and, you know, they look a lot alike, but anyway, they, they, they could really be brothers. Don't. They, yeah. Hey, now
0: it's because
3: you, so, uh, yeah, exactly, you don't look, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't look,
1: you're right. I, yeah, but um, no, but thinking, no, maybe, J- maybe we'll maybe we'll run into
3: him because we're already scheduled to do the 5k again in uh April.
1: Well, he's he's so. pretty serious about it, he's like number one or number two in his age bracket every time he does it. And I, if I'm oh, running, no, I
3: was I was I was dead last in my age group. Yeah. And well, we I have a o- at Oak Lake, it's it's, it's
1: it's run, walk, or crawl. 5k yeah. at oak lake so you can do whatever speed you walk. want to do yeah, yeah, we're uh, walk, we're yeah. Walking. well it yes, depends I'm on how I'm much people party bad. the night before some of them do wind up crawling before the end of it but, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um true. if i'm running it means i'm out of bullets and something bad is chasing me so yes. don't exactly. you see me running just you better hope you can run faster than me yes
0: keep going <laughs> yeah. if i'm running it's because i'm chasing after my grandchild so yes yeah, <laughs> More? Yes, this definitely. was
1: this has been great. I really appreciate you visiting with us and and taking the time to reach out to us to be part of our podcast. I think this is going to be a great episode. I think folks are really going to enjoy listening to your story, and maybe might inspire some other folks to come and join us on the podcast. That'd be
3: great. That'd be great. I I welcome everyone to call because I need more podcasts to listen to. I need more episodes. To oh, listen there you to. go. <laughs> that'd, that'd be great.
1: Well, once again. Alan and Kaylin, thank you so much for joining us on the Love the Skin You're In podcast. Thank you, thank you all so much. We really enjoyed our conversation with Alan and Kaylin. They are a great young couple from the great state of Texas. And speaking of great... Great things are happening here at the Love of the Skin You're In podcast. You have probably noticed that the music we use on the podcast has changed. We decided to change things up a bit and hope you enjoy the new music. We feel it's a bit more upbeat and a little bit more exciting. Alan and Kaylin are followers of the podcast and became inspired by our previous guests to reach out and share their story with us. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast and share your story, send us an email to love the skin you are in 2023 at gmail.com you can also reach out to us on x formerly known as twitter using our handle at nisi and bill we love to hear from our listeners so if you have any thoughts you would like to share send us a message on x or shoot us an email once again, that email address is lovetheskinyouarein2023 at gmail.com. Our next episode will be published soon. We hope you'll tune in. for joining us for another episode of the Love the Skin You're In podcast. Your hosts, Nisi and Bill, hope you enjoyed the show and will come back and join us as we explore body acceptance and self-empowerment through social nudity. We hope that this podcast will help show you that you too can love the skin you're in.